Legit Bat Podcast. There you go. Thanks for tuning in again to our bullshit. Uh, today we have Monica and Brad from the Prop Report on. We talked about uh, mostly COVID, actually. Thank you, Ben, for that. Appreciate it. Ben, yeah, awesome I honestly, I wasn't expecting for, I, all, all I wanted to do was I wanted to get their inside take on it as if I wasn't connected to it to see if they had heard about the story and what, as they're what they do like i wanted to see what they without knowing my relation to it what the general consensus was from somebody on the outside of our intimate situation with what happened with it so i just wanted to see if they had heard anything about it and then it just went from there they had genuine questions though which i thought was pretty cool you did you came at it and i obviously i I knew where you were coming from. So I saw I, you smiling. <laughs> I yeah. did. The whole time I was like, <laughs> and I was waiting I know what doing. for the other shooter drop, but you were very professional about it, I guess. But you were like, Hey, what's your stance on this one ship? And I was like, Oh my gosh, you're very tied to that. And, but when they gave their piece about it and you did, it all worked mm. out great. I was just, I'm just a constant worry person. So I was like, Ugh. but it turned out awesome. You, well, I, I mean, honestly, like nothing really crazy happened. I mean, a couple of people noticed that that was a story and right. I had a couple of people ask me about it and I was like, oh yeah, my sister-in-law's on that ship. And from Katie's stories, she was just like, hey, yeah, we're quarantined. Hey, we're in Guam now. Hey, I'm stuck in this hotel room now. Uh, the one guy died. And then just when I went down to visit her, she told me specifically to my face that she said that guy didn't die of COVID. And she said he right. had heart problems and medical yeah. problems way beyond COVID. And if he got the flu or a cold or something like COVID, if COVID is legit, he, he definitely would have died because he already had very severe underlying health conditions. So that was her stance. Well, that was why it was easy to target him was because he made he fit the demographic mm -hmm. he hit the he made he he met the criteria for the demographic that they would target for that that's why when she first told me on the ship she was like but i'll tell you more about that when i get home and it was one of the first stories that we talked about when she got home was that she was like i fucking knew the dude that was his roommate like why work with him and we know for a fact that that's not why he died and I was right. like, oh, fuck. So, yeah, I don't know. When I brought it up to them, I wanted to see how many people had heard it because in my world, it was common knowledge. Down here, and even in everybody asking me about her while she was gone, it was common knowledge. So I didn't know how far reaching it was past the Navy Times or past the San Francisco Chronicle. That's why I brought it up because it's like the only real big tie to COVID that I have outside of the box I live in. So Well, it was, it was actually on... So I, I was regularly checking yahoo news because mm -hmm. i wanted to see the bullshit that was being projected into our world right from march to basically now 
and when that happened, that was the top story. And I, I can't tell because of the algorithms. And I was obviously around you guys and talking about it. So they could have picked up on my phone, you know, the iPhone could have picked up on the language we yep. were saying and, Thanks, and just Siri. projected that for sure. But, but it was, it was a giant news story. So the first story that pulled up, um, and it wasn't the first day we talked about it. It just pulled up one day was USS Theodore Roosevelt, like stationed in Guam, like thousands of sailors in Guam in a hotel. It was a huge story. And that was the number one news story on my newsfeed when I looked at Yahoo News at one point. So it could have been on someone else's feed. I would like to think it was on more people's feeds because. Well, I th here's the thing is that how many of those common news stories that you pass a headline by that don't really affect your brain as a clicker like it's yeah, not clickbait to you for sure so that's why i asked them is because they probably had they probably did see it but they probably didn't click on the article because they're probably not anywhere connected to anything that has to do with the military or the navy or maybe they are that was well, why no, I threw they're it out interested there. in covid though they wanted to see where covid right. was like they wanted to know like hey is this real like what's going on with this so that was actually a super interesting topic that you brought up in general, whether you knew about it or not. It was super interesting because it honestly, was, like, it was the only did, tie that I had to anything that? that was propaganda at this point. <laughs> I love you got very propaganda -y about it. You got very open minded, I should say. You got I was very proud. <laughs> I, I do that. I do that. And Joe, how did you feel? We, like the went? Uh, we rabbit trailed like usual. Um, I, I had no topics coming in, so I wasn't expecting anything. And sure. we actually managed to pull some shit out of our ass like usual. Uh, I did want to just bring up that we got a new review, a five star. From uh, Hawaii? Uh, yeah. Mm. Gotta find it All right. the way Hang from on. Hawaii. I, t I uh, told him I'd. Oh, yes. It. I saw the message on there that you were going to shout that out. All right. Oh, this is from the real Kimmy Chow on IG, all the way from Hawaii. The title of the five star is I did not rate myself, which is great, dude. I'm I mean, I guess it's good. Could be worse, but it says good show, Joe, all the way from Hawaii. Been wanting want if I can't read. Sorry. Been waiting with bated breath every week for more shows at the real Kimo Chow on IG. And I do know who that dude is. He's very active. Who is it? Oh. Oh, I don't know who it actually is. He's just always like engaging with our posts on IG. It's cool. Oh, awesome. But thank you, Kimo. So he's a, he's a regular and dedicated Are you sure listener, it's a dude? So, I mean, that's good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a dude. Right, Kimo? Are, are you sure? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. He might be non-binary. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Non-binary. Oh, my God. Our dog yeah. is uh, being totally Sorry, not annoying right now. Crazy. So out of curiosity, because again, I don't listen to podcasts, Mary. so I have no fucking idea. Is she from Boston? She's from New York. New York. Okay. So yeah, I almost brought it up, but I didn't want to interrupt the flow of the conversation. I didn't either. I they were talking there. about they were talking about California and how it's so big. And I wanted to be like, I'm from a place where states take two hours to fucking drive through all of them. Like all the states I grew up around, you right. can drive through all of them in not all of them in two hours, but each one in two hours. I mean, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine. I mean, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. New York's a lot bigger if you drive across. It takes about right. four hours. But she, where she lived, I 
the fact that she lived on the East coast and had that kind of mentality and then also lives here now is awesome to me because I am the exact same way. I grew up in Boston and now live here. And it's a very, very different lifestyle. People are just different. There's a whole different mentality here Mm -hmm. than there is there. People are way, uh, meaner cold it's kind of the way joe rogan describes it on his podcast like we gotta fucking stick together it's cold like tom segura said the same thing he's like you know he's he's taking into account the south and then west coast and then mid states and then the east coast and it's like (laughs) tom segura's all and then you have the east coast all those fucking shady people up there yeah uh, they're horrible (laughs) he was all all, the one good thing about east coasters is that you can be like hey man you're being an asshole and anybody there would be like yeah i know thanks i mean i'm an asshole my dad's an asshole my grandma's an asshole yes yes that's exactly how they are yes like okay so that's actually funny too because when we uh after joe and i well we went to that whole new york trip in 2002 uh, for Joe winning his Oreo birthday out of the 90 winners in America. And uh, <laughs> well, I was 22 during that, which is fucking disgusting to me. So sorry. <laughs> so when we went there, uh, it was funny because we, there were, par- there were certain people. Do you remember the guy that was trying to tell us to go to FAO Schwartz? The, uh, yeah, the toy the- store. Oh my God. It's yes. so awesome. There's escalators so we- that take you up like three flights of stairs. Sorry. It's and so there was fun, also, so when we went to Times Square, there was the, uh, the five store at the time the five story tours toys r us that had the ferris wheel inside of it so like i remember do you remember that guy that we asked in central park we asked him hey what's the best toy store to go to because we were trying to find duncan's toy chest from home alone moss in new york city so we asked we already knew that wasn't real i don't know i we didn't have google (laughs) at that point i don't believe so we asked the guy and he was like he's like oh yeah go to fao schwartz and we were like what F-A-O and we didn't understand yeah we didn't understand a word that he said can you spell that great it's fao schwartz it's like the best toy store ever no, it's, it's not they amazing. had bullshit for way too much dude really like, <laughs> look at the prices you were a teddy bear it's 98 dollars you weren't like, even why? looking at the prices get real dude <laughs> no it definitely was we were trying to buy some shit with my parents <laughs> money. Oh, okay i was just <laughs> i was just there looking in awe at all of the cool shit well, what was cool about it was was its location and how fine it was. It was okay. So here's if I can remember right. Here's where I remember I was gonna. I had just turned twelve, so I remember like Jesus having Christ. to keep my arms down by my side because everything everything was so. I know you can you feel gross. It's fine. No, so no, no. It was like I just feel old, um, <laughs> not gross. Damn. Well, you said I was twenty two, and that's gross. So for I Joe, remember, like, because all the Joe they had on the rack. Oh, I get what you're saying. Got it now. And now I'm picking it up. I just remember everything was so pristine. Like all of the toys were in like very, like perfectly shelved and spaced. And I just remember thinking like, I can't touch anything. If I touch it, it's going to break. And then my dad's going to have to buy it. And then this whole trip will be ruined for me because he's going to be pissed at me that I broke something in a very expensive toy store. I just remember thinking none of these toys are great. Where are the 64 games? I know, right? Where's all the video games? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't want a jack in the box. Or a computer game that we couldn't couldn't get at the time. Yeah, I remember. I, do you remember the you remember the guy that we the guy that we met behind the counter and I think it was the Toys R Us that was like we got him on video and he's like oh I've always wanted to go to California. Oh yeah, it's the place where I got the uh, that magic trick that the quarters and all that stuff. 
Right. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. that. I remember we that. still we still have that somewhere. I remember you always wanted to do the freaking videotaping because you didn't want to be on videotape. As soon as we did, you were like, "Why do you think I release this as audio only?" <laughs> I don't like uh, my face. Anyway, anyway, enjoy the chat, and we will see you next week. We do have I have a couple plans for some new things coming up. We got Charlie Robinson said he would come back. Midnight Mike from the OBDM podcast said he would come at some point. I don't know when, but uh. Enjoy the chat, and we will see you next week. All right, bye, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I feel like I know you. I know, right? everybody. I'm trying to get everybody to stop talking to me. Hold on. I'm. I feel like I should just have my butt in the screen right now. I was thinking I almost <laughs> didn't recognize you. Right? Because <laughs> it wasn't your butt. Yeah. I said, Bingley was like, who are we podcasting with? I said, Joe, you know, of the great butted wife. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. It's I so know. funny that that's, that's his defining <laughs> Characteristic, dude. I mean, you know, you Joe, whose wife Jen has the great butt. Absolutely, like that's going to be a legend when you get older, and you look back and you're like, yes, her butt was legendary. <laughs> like everyone just knew her as that chick with the great butt. I mean, awesome. I feel like that's that's a legacy worth establishing, right? <laughs> Not how I'm going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. <sighs> No, when, so, I, when I finally did hear that shout out, I was like, I mean, it's not really a chick to me. I'm kind of like, oh, oh that, that was gross then. I was like, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like my sister in law. Uh-huh. It's kind of like my sister in law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. You can acknowledge my but amazing butt. Her butt. Now I have to look at her butt. Now I can't think of anything but her butt. <laughs> oh, no, I could. I was like, okay, well, we're going to move away from sensitive content. So. Keep your eyes on her tits. Just keep right. your eyes on her tits. <laughs> There you go. Fair enough. Are you uh, having a beverage or are you hungover from the DPP? Um, I'm a little teeny bit hungover from the DPP. I was going to actually have a beverage. You think that's okay? I think it's okay for me to text the elusive Mr. Perez and ask him to bring me a glass of wine. Uh, I don't know. He didn't He's last a little night. Annoyed so. because it's Saturday night at five. Oh, he hey, didn't. I know he didn't show up. It was quite annoying. But he's like, I looked out and he turned the hot tub on and I was like, I'm podcasting. So I think he's a little <laughs> mad at me. I don't think oh. summoning him for a glass of wine right now is going to be the right. So I might have to go get it myself. Yeah, go get it. It's okay. Ask your son. We have Thank extras. You. Are you guys imbibing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. What are know. you drinking? All right. All right. Beer. Beer. Stand by. Yep. <laughs> Where's Mr. Binkley? I'm drinking my greens. What are you drinking? Ben? Krat? Uh, well... See, that was why it took me so long. I had to get that too. Um, no, this is actually like uh, four beet hearts. Um, it is an entire cucumber, four apples. Um, what was the other shit that I put in it? Dude. And I juiced it.
Can you taste the beets? So that's my big thing with beets is I'm so nervous that you can taste them because celery, just one stalk of celery drowns and it ruins a juice when you juice celery. So do beets do that? Right. So I usually do a fistful of celery. It's funny that you say that. Mm. Um, I usually do a fistful of celery along with beets. And then I usually do like five apples, two lemons, uh, two kiwis and things like that. And then it, it, it evens out pretty good. I made a super one of four vegetables and four different fruits. Um, as long as you can cover it, the, the, problem beet, the beet taste, the beet taste. Is so that's the, that's the thing is that the sourness takes out the beets and a lot of the sweetness takes out the celery. So okay. as long as you can counteract those enough, like here's the thing is that whenever I juice, I don't do it so that it's like, oh, this is so tasty because then it's probably not healthy for you. So like I have Whoa. charred spinach and kale fists that I put in there as well. <laughs> and it's tasty. Okay. It's Can you oh, hear us? Goodness. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good to go. Sweet. You got your beverage? Hey. Whoa. I got water. Should I grab a, Should I grab a different kind of beverage? I yeah. think you might. Should. We are. I, I mean, it's that kind sorry. of show. Look at that huge pour so that I wouldn't have to go back out there. There All you right. go. Um, yeah, I'll have to run upstairs and grab one. The only <laughs> difference is this isn't awesome. going to disappear. Right? Do what? <laughs> That's the problem is that we're going to let our yeah. hair down and it's going to be there for all to see. Right, That's right okay. Back. Cause Jen's going to okay. show us her butt. Yeah, <laughs> I totally will at the end. It'll be the big reveal. <laughs> all right. <sighs> so where are you and what time is it? We're in California too. Oh, Oh, yeah. right. You got to forgive me if I have a bad memory for details like that, because I'm absolutely certain I sent you a box with a variety oh, of yeah. propaganda report mugs. I could you actually did. look up your address right now and know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Ah, well, you we're guys just are down way in, north California. You're down in like, oh, SoCal, nice. right? So you're like eight. Yes, I'm in Pasadena, basically. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm looking out my window at this fucking fire. Just where are you? How far are you from the nearest fire? I was <laughs> going to ask you that. We're about seven fire. miles from the nearest fire, I think. Like, oh, wow. But like as wow. the crow flies, but like distance wise, it's like 20 minutes away. It's a couple towns. Well, it's like, but you got the away. smoke in your house. Seven yeah. miles is not that much. It's actually so are you near the, the Napa stuff, like the Napa fire? No, we're near the Zog fire. We're almost in Oregon. We're oh. like two oh, hours okay. from the Oregon oh, border. God. So Northern California is that's south of where we live. Do you right, remember the, right, the right, car right. fire from a couple of years ago? The car fire yeah. and the campfire? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Way closer to those. Those were right in our That's backyard. where we live. Do you think there's something fishy going on there? Yeah. With the yes. fires? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I do. I saw that thing erupt and I was like, the minute it happened. I said, oh, they better put that out. That's pretty close to LA. And of course they didn't. And it's still burning. It's been... Uh, that was September 6th. It's been like four weeks. Oh, wow. I saw it that minute that it came over the ridge. I was in the, in the it, hot tub. It's not just how <laughs> long it's burning. It's how many there are and their inability to control it. I've lived here my whole life and we have fire season, but this is right. the last two years is ridiculous. Like there's, it's either wildly mismanaged or there's something fishy. And the way they're starting is that 11,000 lightning strikes. I don't know how far north you are, but when I lived yeah. in the San Francisco Bay Area for four years, I didn't see 11 lightning strikes in yeah. four years, right? And then this one down here, they're investigating California Edison. The other ones were PG&E. The one last year was the 
the garbage truck that dumped burning was caught dumping burning trash into a field of basically kindling. Oh yeah, you didn't know that? That's how it started last wow. year. Wow. Maybe a that government was evidence. Contract. Some sort of evidence they're getting rid of. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, a little pedophile stuff. That like, That's oh, Jeffrey this is- Epstein's body, maybe. I <laughs> think he's dead. <laughs> pedophile stuff. Whether he's alive or dead, he definitely didn't kill himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> he had to say so. <laughs> so what time is it I over where you say, are, Bradley? All right. Is it three hours? It is eight oh five here. Oh, and you haven't started drinking. You guys are in San Francisco. No, it's he's about, not a he, he's not a big drinker. We're about four hours north of Sacramento, oh, or right. San Francisco. Yeah. There you go. Which is pretty far because San Francisco is probably six hours north of me, right? Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Ben's in yeah. Lemoore. Do you know where Lemoore is? The naval base over there. It's uh, kind of by Fresno, right? Isn't it close to Fresno? It's like an it's, hour uh, south. Yeah, it's yeah. an hour south of Fresno. It's we're thirty minutes east of I five. Uh, so from Monica, where you are, we're probably a good six hours northeast. Wow, really? God, this yeah, is a and, big state. <laughs> and then we're about three hours southeast of San Francisco, and we're six hours south of where right. Joe and Jenna. Most countries are not this big. Wow. Why can't they just do their thing within the confines of their <laughs> state? That's why I hate Trump because it's like, why do you, why are you making these guys not be able to deduct their taxes? They're just a communist country. What do you want to incorporate that into the anyway? Don't get How started about politics. To get from the, the lowest tip of California to the, the top. Yeah, I was going to say fifteen. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. and that's without traffic. So like we. It, they're, where they're at and where we grew up, which is where they're at, is two and a half hours, two hours, 15 minutes from Oregon. If you go from Redding straight down I-5 all the way down to San Diego and you don't stop and you don't have traffic and you speed, it's anywhere between 10 and 12 hours. <laughs> but if you hit traffic, go to the speed limit and all that stuff, it's more like 14 to 15. <laughs> Is that Route 66? Is that what they, the song is about? They just drive Fuck up Route 66. I live on Route no. 66. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, awesome. absolutely. You, it's, you, you see here? the signs all over the place. That's so cool. Brad, you ever been over this direction? Oh, yeah. I've been to California a couple times. I, I ran a, when I was in high school. We, um, I was a, a cross-country runner. You know, it was a real, real tough yep. sport there. Wow. Uh, it is. And we ran. It is tough, but it's not the most, um, not, not the most glory cross-country, I would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we ran. We actually won this. We won the uh, state championship, and we were nationally ranked when I was a junior. And so we ran at a Stanford race on Stanford's golf course. Uh, so I was there then. And when I was like eight years old, when my sister lived uh, lived there, uh, we went to <laughs> Disneyland, over there and, on the and uh, <laughs> I, I did the. There's like a video of me doing the little Star Trek thing, the little thing they used to have at uh, Universal, where you could be a role in Star Trek. Oh, I'll have to try that. I'm yeah, not far from Universal right now. That's where I am. That's oh, really? Universal. Yeah, for sure. I would love I to. I can't use there. any of the rides it. though. They're awful because all the rides at Universal are like virtual rides. So mm-hmm. you go in and every it's just screens all around you. There's no like roller coaster. The roller coaster is a one chair that goes like this. You get super car sick. That I one where they shake you up and yeah. you just yeah, the, yeah, the whole but benefit that's it. is that you throw up when you get out of that ride. <laughs> yeah. I know it's like it it's just screens that make it look like you're on a roller coaster. Yeah. As opposed to Six Flags. The yes. Six Flags has the scariest right. rides I've ever had. Yes, I think it's Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain is the shit. I was <laughs> fucking my son 
nobody would go with him on this one ride. I'm like, I don't care. I'll go on the ride. It it is amazing that the human body does not just have a <laughs> they you just, know yeah, kill itself it and heart attack. It shut. It just shot up at like something like I'm sure it's not true, but they're like it goes a thousand miles an hour and then comes to a dead stop and then comes all the way back down. And it was just all a and blur. You and in I the thought if, on the way out. Yeah, <laughs> it's so my good. my lizard brain should have been literally have a a catastrophic heart attack at that point. There's I don't no know way that my, can be good for you either. Yeah, well, that's just the ride has like a neck brace to hold you in. You know, it's not very safe. Uh, There's something something called the wheelie at Six Flags in Georgia. I don't know. The whole ride is you you just get on it and the thing just swings you around like just 100 miles an hour and you get off. You can't walk for 30 minutes. It's just a miserable feeling. Who would ever want to do it? Sounds horrible. I saw this crazy. It is horrible. Friend of mine got in a roundup. You remember the roundup? It's a centrifugal force and the floor falls out. Right after, I think she had, I think it was her honeymoon, and she (laughs) was very open about this. She had just had sex. She got on the roundup. With her fiance or her husband? Her husband, whatever. He wasn't, he's not part of the story at that point because. She then, nine months later, had twins, and they were opposites of each other. Honest to goodness, they were opposites. Weird. So, so like <laughs> the ride, like split the atom. Yeah, like <laughs> your hair whirls in one direction. Those kids, one whirls in one direction and the other, but they were absolutely identical. But like one had one eye slightly bigger than you know. Everybody has two different, and it was just they were mirror twins. That's <laughs> the thing. Fucking mutants. I was thinking one was black, one was yes. white. No, <laughs> they you, they were indistinguishable, but she could tell the difference between their little moles and stuff were on the wrong side of their faces, and she was absolutely convinced it's because the Roundup took her little fertilized egg and pulled it apart at that moment. I don't. They I don't just know. made a. I want to try which it. Which kid had the mole on the right <laughs> side of the face? So which kid was the standard? Your mole's on the right side. You're the freak. Uh, well, one determined? was right-handed and one was left-handed. Oh, weird. That's crazy. So was it on the, the same side as the mole? The freak. Hey, hey, I don't hey. Know. <laughs> I don't know if the mole had it. But they had that. Huh. It was, I want to try it. I think it'd be cool. You want to try having opposite babies? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> having sex on a roundup. I don't know. <laughs> so difficult to do. Brad, I was wondering <laughs> if you'd watched the uh, social dilemma yet. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it pop up on the recommendation. Is it good? Should I watch it? So it's good. The beginning of it makes really good points about like the effect of social media and everybody. It's mm-hmm. kind of stuff everybody knows already. But the end of it, you would just have a field day with because the the amount of propaganda, it's just so blatant. Probably not as blatant yeah. if I didn't listen to you guys and some other podcasts, but it's ridiculous. They make it sound at the end like uh, Facebook and Instagram are what contributes to conspiracy theories. And oh yeah, sure, <laughs> probably. But the biggest right. thing was that he said that uh, fake news travels like six times as fast as real news. And I'm like, really? Because all I've heard the last six months is about coronavirus. So what does that tell you? Yeah, yeah. It, it's That's just, all I've seen. It sounds like it's another thing put there to just kind of validate the the overall narrative, which is a lot. Netflix does a lot of that. Netflix is just they got contracts with Obama. Or, is this on Netflix or Amazon? This is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix also. Yeah. yeah, they got contracts with Obama, with the Clintons. Not the Clintons, Obama, Stacey Abrams is working with them now. Every recommendation is just, it's like a social justice on- onslaught, right? Yep. When you turn it on in the recommendations. 
So in that, you should check out the Comey rule when you get a chance. Oh, you're uh, talking you about it on Amazon yeah. Prime. Wow, that is they lay it on thick in that one. I loved your uh, breakdown of it on the show the other day. Every you can tell every every person who isn't who doesn't hate Trump who works for the administration in that in that uh, miniseries, you can tell that character when they walk in the room because they all walk real brash and they're all just like kind of like Trumpian when they walk in and somebody <laughs> walks by. Like, yeah, what, one person, Comey walks by, this character is kind of leaning up against a desk at one point and he's like, hey, you doing that Hillary Clinton probe? And Comey's very humble. Yes, yes, I am. Godspeed, I hope you nail that bitch. I mean, just oh, clearly yeah. over the top trying <laughs> yeah. to make it, this guy loves uh. Trump and yeah. Well, they all, all of those all of those platforms do that anyway, regardless of Netflix or Apple or Amazon. Fuck all of them. Every yeah. time it's it's the same thing with what they said on the social dilemma, where it travels six or seven times faster. And I, I granted, I was uh, not sober at the time that I watched it, but when I watched it, I was still like, "What?" I feel like all yeah. I hear about is fake news from right. credible it's all sources. Fake. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go, it's all of the fake news that they're talking about, which is the harder stuff to dig up that I end up having to dig yeah. for because it's not I always where thought, I want to see it. Sure, that came out of Pakistan. So I don't know if you guys know why I got taken down from WordPress two years ago. They they had out this picture of Noah Posner, who was a woman from Pakistan. There was a Pakistan school shooting. She was holding that picture. He wore the same jacket. There was a broom in the background, same picture. The BBC reported it, that he was a Pakistan school shooting victim, gave him a name, Ahmed, whatever. His initials were AA. I just remember that. And I couldn't understand how they didn't catch that. And I so I put a little blog post up like, this is crazy. We all know who this kid is. And I don't know if I wrote it in the blog post or what, but my speculation was that it was a test to see how fast that particular news item, that inconsistency, the fact that it was, that was fake news. That was fake news. And that, that they were wondering how fast it would get around. And so I knew it was some kind of setup, some kind of trick. And, uh, but then they ended up just taking me and everybody else who posted that picture down from the internet forever. Well, except the BBC forever. or the New York Times. They didn't right. take them down. They got right. the theirs up. And, and they, they never gave an explanation for it either. The, you no. could have provided explanations as to why that happened, but they never actually right. gave an explanation to explain it. No. And and they. I feel like it was a test on a couple of levels, but they were checking to see how fast fake news went around, but it was their fake news. It was their news that was fake, yeah, right? That, and they never like said the, it was. The chi that was like the Chinese um, 100 Flowers campaign where they – Oh, they say, come tell yeah, us your ideas, so. come criticize our policies for 100 days. Mal did that. And then after 100 days, everybody who criticized them, everybody who took the bait, they rounded up, took to the gulags. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that. They we did, did hear thing. about your yeah. thing, Monica, but go ahead. Yeah. But they did the same thing in Hungary and Iraq. They told people to come out and rise up. And then when you identified yourself as someone who would do that, they, uh, well, in those cases, they basically killed you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just waiting for that. That's coming soon. Oh, I'm a little worried, uh, you know, <laughs> of what of what they really have in store because this stuff it's getting nuts. And like this thing with yeah. Trump, he's Did in the hospital. The he's he's going to disappear. Oh, I didn't see the video. I meant to. Yeah. So I was very. That was very curious to me. 
So he released this video saying that he's just going, and this is what Fox was presenting, saying everything's okay, I'm just going to the hospital. But the video was very low quality comparatively. The audio was not good. The lighting was poor. Oh, so he, is he it was a fake? No, I think it was him. But no, no, the, I mean, the, well, Q say. The way that it was framed, the framing was off. He was kind of standing in the, it's like you're standing in kind of a dark kitchen almost. Uh, not completely dark, but. So he was trying with, to get the video out? No, Mike, he looked sick. He looked sick in that video. They could have easily, they have the technology, they have the lighting, they have the cameras, they know how to do it. They know how to set it up. They could have made him just look good, but they framed it in a way and they, the production value made him look kind of like he had lost a little bit of weight and like he was under the weather. And that was, I, that had to be intentional. There's no way that was not intentional when you can do I it. Wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that, actually, what you thought about that, because there's a couple of different ideas like usual, but the left is thinking he's faking it from yeah. what I've seen. They're like, oh, he's not sick. That's a surprise. You know? uh, yeah, weird. Uh, I don't really know what the right thinks as much, but what I think is it seems like something like more of a troll move like he does. Like whether yeah, he's I actually mean, sick I, or not, I he might actually be sick. Who knows? But I think it's more yeah. of a. I don't. I, if he's timing. sick, I want him to get better. Anybody who's sick, I want to get better. But it's just so convenient and timely. And when we talk about narrative and story, we talk about that sometimes. This had to happen. This is like Chekhov's gun. This is it, the person who pushes back against the virus the hardest. Representative of that has to get the virus. It's, right. It's, uh, and I, I, what I think is going to happen is I think the Trump vaccine is going to be ready soon. I know vaccines don't cure coronavirus, but if you get over coronavirus and, and you're eager to take the vaccine and the, there, there's dispute over the Trump vaccine and, and the other vaccine, if the Trump vaccine is ready in a few weeks and Trump gets to feeling better, it wouldn't surprise me to see him do a demonstration of taking that vaccine publicly to make vaccine hesitant Trump supporters who otherwise probably wouldn't have taken yes. the vaccine willing to take it. I was think thinking, he, oh, 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 no, I was just going to ask if you actually think he's taking remdesivir because that's what the mainstream I saw says. that. Yeah, I don't know. He, they, they had a long list of things he was taking. This, it's, it's very, I don't know where this is going. Like, and why would they tell people what he was taking? I mean, that's just a recipe for having people self-medicate, which as responsible scientists and doctors, you're not supposed what, to do yeah. that, right? He's that was not the first taking thing hydroxychloroquine. I thought. He's yeah. taking like a six or seven medicines except hydroxychloroquine. So it could be a discrediting of that as well. Which sounds like propaganda. Yeah. Vitamins. Yeah. I can't imagine that he's really sick or that if he is sick, it has anything to do with coronavirus. Like whether or not he's sick, they were going to roll this out is my yeah. opinion. Yep. I feel like the right is, I thought that the narrative would be from the left that he deserves it, especially on the heels of him saying during the debate that I only wear a mask when I want to. I knew Chris Christie would get it and he did. I got that. And then Blaine I Conway. felt like, oh yeah. And I felt like, but I, I didn't, I didn't guess that she would get it, but I knew that Chris Christie would get it. Did you and see then, that her daughter was tweeting about it? Her daughter's yes. like, my mom got it. Cause just, she's like doing uh, TikToks about Trump giving the coronavirus to her mom. It's just such a psyop. It's insane. <laughs> ben, do you know what a psyop is? <laughs> yeah, psychological operation. Actually wanted to do that when I enlisted. Tried oh, to enlist okay. Wow. They call it info ops now. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ben's more of a uh, straight, normie minded person, and I'm more of the nut job conspiracy, along with Jen. She's a nut job, too. But, <laughs> nice. uh, okay. So it's we thought it'd be a great mix of. Uh, point yeah. of view is to have me and her with him and <laughs> so we still want ben in the tunnels because he probably has skills well okay so i don't have i i don't i don't i overthink everything but i don't 
usually go into everything. I, I stay in my lane and I'm just like, I don't fucking care. So I'm also very open-minded in the idea that I enjoy listening to everybody. I don't care if you're talking about lizard people. I don't care what the topic is. I'm totally cool with it. And I'm like, oh, that's a very interesting thing that I'm not going to believe. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it is. But I also usually try to come from something at more of a human behavioral psychological point. That's cool. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. I like the psychological angle of it too. I think it's cool. Yeah. So when somebody says something about whether it be propaganda or whether it be a narrative or something, I usually look at it as the overlaying. Okay. So why would they do that? Whether or not it's true, whether or not it's false, I, I don't really care, but I always look at it as like, well, why would they do that in the beginning? Let's run down this and try to see what it is. Well, that's kind but, of how the yeah. whole, the whole conspiracy theory movement is there's theories because you just recognize what you're being fed is not true. So then you, you're left right. to try or to fill in, the, fill in the pieces. I mean, like the, even the whole coronavirus thing, like we're not being told the truth about it one way or another. Like, yeah, but whatever theories are, that. we don't know. They what told you, how did true. they predict it with such accuracy? I actually called <laughs> the bottom of the market on a day in March. I was like, oh, they said 40%. I've been waiting for it to get under 19,000. If I had had anything in the bank, I would have put it there. But, <laughs> and I knew it. I called it that day. I was like, this is the day. And someone said, they can't manipulate. I said, all they have to do is, all Trump or whatever has to do is just say one word and it'll, it'll start going up again. And that's exactly what happened. And that was only because that's what Event 201 said. They said yep. it all. They said everything that was going to happen. And they told us it was going to be 18 months. And they told us it was going to be a decade of economic um, and it was the word they used was uh, uh, the impact on societal cohesion, which that same group is now using to talk about what the the impact has been of, the, you know, they're actually using the same words bookending this event. They said it in the beginning and they're looking back and saying it now. You can't think that was the odds of that being a coincidence or it's not possible. It's not possible, especially since the people who are leading the charge on the coronavirus narrative and its aftermath are the exact same people, the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates and Johns Hopkins. I mean, they're up to something. And the fact that the entire world has put itself in house arrest and uh, according to their plan makes me think that they are they and they have a basically complete control over the narrative. Nothing more. And, and they, just they, the they keep saying, oh, yeah. we never saw this coming. We nev never could have saw this coming. So either way, they're lying. So even mm -hmm. if they did yeah. do a simulation to prepare for it and they're, they're, they just naturally predicted it kind of accurately, they're now saying they never could have predicted it. We had no idea. So either way, they're, they're like, <laughs> yeah, didn't true. Fauci predict it in like 2018? He was like, uh, Trump will be faced with a surprise like epidemic or pandemic, whatever. Fauci Who? said I that. that. Fauci oh, said yeah. that? Uh, somebody did say that. You're right. I think it was Fauci. Yeah, he said that in like 2017 or 2018, somewhere yeah. around there. He was like, yeah, I remember that. You're right. I can't remember. There's like the a video exactly. on YouTube of him saying that. It's crazy. Well, wasn't that Which during the John Hopkins trials and stuff that they were talking about when Fauci was working with Gates? The event 201. I don't think Fauci was in that, was he? No, I no. thought that was prior to 201. I mean, he could have been. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in the background. I'm reading too many tabloids. I do have a question <laughs> for both of you guys, though. Um, so, without saying any relation to this at all, what do you guys think about the Navy aircraft carrier that was stuck in Guam for a month and had their uh, captain fired and it was all over the news uh, that they call started calling it the Corona cruise for one of our aircraft carriers that got stuck in Guam. Um, 
1500 sailors and all of that other stuff that got it. Did you guys hear anything about that? I remember that story. I do. And the guy, they, didn't he write, did he write a letter to everybody on, on board or I can't remember who the letter was to. It's coming back to me help. as I'm hearing it from you. It sent like an unencrypted so, letter. So what he did was he had written a letter to NAVSEC uh, and asked for supplies. They were running out of everything and said, we need help. And basically what the letter said was, um, we are going to lose people to this virus. Now, if we become a time of war, we will fight it and we will win, but we will lose people to the virus. Well, right now we're not in a time of war. We're in a time of peace, so we don't need to lose anybody. Please send help. Well, he knew that they were going to do what they do and not do anything about it. And then basically if we had people die in Guam, they would be like, oh, they had so many casualties, you know, but it was minimal. It was only 20 people, yeah. you know, out of the however many people that got it. And he was like, that's not okay with me. So he sent a copy of this letter to the San Francisco Chronicle, only the San Francisco Chronicle, which then published it. It went all over the place. He got fired for going above his chain of command. And, and the media celebrated him, right? Right, exactly. And he knew that it was going to cost him his career. That was his third aircraft carrier that he was a captain of. So yeah. they ousted him, right? Well, the... NAVSEC comes on and basically all of the crew that was now appreciative of him for being in Guam say, uh, you know, they're backing him up. Thank you for doing, thank you for putting your crew before your job. And uh, the NAVSEC got up there and said, you guys are naive for backing him up. He, uh, he's not qualified to lead and he's not qualified to make decisions and all of that stuff. So uh, we weren't going to send anybody over there. And uh Everybody gave him, there were some uh, clips that went viral on Facebook of everybody clapping him off the ship uh, during that. the night when they were trying to like kind of usher him off and not make a big to-do of it. And then they were stuck there for a month. I was just wondering yeah. if you guys heard anything about that, if you guys had any opinions on what maybe the news media was saying about it. I, I did hear about that. And the, the details of it were, were like the video that came out, what, was there video of, of them talking specific? What, were they just clapping or was it out of context? Do we know that they were clapping about that? So he was walking down the gangplank and it was basically the Navy, Naval Administration there in Guam that were collecting him and relieving him of his duty. And so they tried to do it quietly in the middle of the night and all of the sailors came out on board to give him a round of applause. And so the videos were of them chanting his name and clapping for him as he got into the car um, and went out. That yeah. same Navy secretary that wrote him off and fired him, uh, two weeks later, resigned yeah. uh, because two congressmen called him out for saying that he was not qualified to leave by firing the guy who put his crew first. So yeah. since this was right in the thick of the coronavirus and everybody calling bullshit and the shutdown and everything like that, I didn't know if anybody else had heard about it or had any opinions on any kind of cover-ups or anything like that that you guys may have heard. Well, what you said, I haven't heard much about that since then, but what you said a moment ago about he is something very powerful. I was watching an activist training recently, and the, it was a, a Black Lives Matter. It wasn't the, the leader of it. It was somebody else. Yeah. She is a leader, but she is a, she, it's not the one who said that she's a trained Marxist. It was somebody else. But she's a lawyer also, and so she's telling the cops can't do anything. If, if we get in the cop's face and they, they flinch at 
all. They know they can't do anything because if they do a thing, it's going to look terrible on them. It's going to go viral because we got, we train people to have cameras set up and we, we deliver it to the media. So she was acknowledging that the authorities um, are at their mercy and they can just provoke them at will and know that regardless of the provocation, that the police officers will be framed as responsible in the media. I think there's a similar thing going on everywhere. And I think you alluded to it a little bit in that this person knew that by doing this, by leaking it out, that it was going to be reported favorably to him in the media, regardless of what the underlying truth of it might be. And that seemed to have happened. And whenever there, whenever that happens, I, I distrust it strongly because it's just, it's, it's such an environment of the, the, the provocations win regardless, as long as they go with what the media is promo promoting. And that particular instance, I, I, I can't tell you on the details, but it sounds fishy to me. The, the story sounds sure. very, very fishy to me. What, Mark? Ben, Ben, what do you think? Oh, well. What do you uh, think the possibilities yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm looking at it, the story from May, and it says over 1,000 of the sailors tested positive. There were almost 5,000 sailors on there. Mm -hmm. One person, yeah. one died. So I don't know if one in 5,000 is like a normal uh, <clears throat> yeah, rate of normal. someone yeah. dying. I mean, I, those are young people. I would think one in 5,000 would actually be a lot, but it could be. What, yeah, they could, the you know, but, but the tests are so inaccurate that so I would inaccurate. say. 90%. Yeah. yeah, and that's well, a very high positive rate no matter what. And these guys are young. It just means nothing. How many of those people are actually sick? But anyway, so what do you think are the, could be the possibilities, Ben? Well, first of all, the reason why I asked if you guys knew anything about the story is because my wife was on the ship. Oh, my um, gosh. Wow. So I didn't know if you guys had heard anything about it. I wanted to hear what your guys' thoughts were. Yeah. Um, so as crazy as the sound, which is why I asked what your thoughts were on the news media outlet, was because she has her own cell phone video of him walking off the ship and everybody clapping. So I got to see that firsthand from her phone. Wow. And she said that it basically did go down the exact way that he intended was that purposely leaking it out caused a public outcry to rally behind the troops that they felt like were going to be neglected otherwise. And that forced big Navy who would have tried to just kind of keep it under the rug to push them into actually getting help in Guam, which is what stationed them there for over a month. Um, and as a result, the person that had fired him and then resigned, they are now, or I, it was some months ago, they had a, a hearing talking about reinstating that captain again. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So he may have it in his record, which may ruin his career for any kind of promotion, but it may be that he gets reinstated uh, into what was his current position just for like a different fleet. Um, so when it comes to the one sailor that died, um, that... They had two during that time frame that died. Um, one was from a heart attack. Um, wow. And that was something un unrelated. So this is what happened in my wife's case uh, without saying any squ uh, like squadron names or anything like that. But basically her squadron got hit the hardest and she was watching uh, dozens of people literally drop from the coronavirus every day. It was anywhere from personal shop. And were there like any vaccinations going on Fuck prior no. to that? Any, because soldiers and sailors get more vaccinations than regular people, adult, they, young. Well, they do. And right now, if you read about it, uh, university or not university, um, San Diego base. So it's, uh, I think it's Coronado Island, North Island. Uh, the people there that are 
I don't know if it's just people that are a part of the military or the medical portion. So like the corpsmen, uh, they are without volunteering um, being required to go into the testing phase of the coronavirus vaccine, hopefully to roll it out into military-wide by January of 2021. Guinea pigs. Uh, yes, exactly. It's total guinea pigs, and it's basically using it on their own people because, hello, they own your ass for however many X amount of years. So you are, if, if right. the Navy says that you're going to get it, you're going to fucking get it. Um, so there was nothing like that. She said that it was... It was crazy. She said, how can, because when they're there, when they were over there, 2020 as a whole, like they left in January. And when they came back in July, the whole United States had changed. Yeah. Right? right. So like they're coming back post George Floyd, post BLM riots. They're, yeah. they're coming back post Corona. Uh, they were even coming back. Uh, I believe it was post Soleimani. And like all of these other events that had happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. So the whole was thing. 20, was that 2020? It was. It was so compressed time. Dude, it was just... Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. It was Soleimani. And then right after that, like all of these other crazy things started happening. Nice. So that's, that's the start of 2020 for us. I have a question though. What did she say were the symptoms of the people coming down with it? So she said the majority of symptoms that she saw varied across the spectrum of the symptoms that have been given as a list of possible symptoms. Uh, The one that she said that was really crazy that she saw that continued past them being um, sick and also what's it called a contagious was lack of taste and lack of smell. People that had permanent damage to lack of taste and lack of smell after getting better. Permanent. Do you, is did you happen to, what kind of ship is it? Does it have an awful lot of elect, electrical equipment or electronic equipment? And is it's that equipment everything, new? It's got, well, was it a new ship? Nothing's new in the military. So I mean, was that I mean, ship commission? The recently? ship condition is one of the most tested and tried. So like that is actually better because they know that it works. Right. But, but it so mean, wasn't a new ship. It wasn't their maiden no. point. I think and, the, uh, G- Gerald Ford is the newest aircraft carrier that we have. And they're still like in the testing phase for that because it keeps coming back with like issues and glitches, but it's the most updated. So when you're talking about like what equipment it has, and sorry, oh, you're talking about the Roosevelt is the most updated, not the Ford. No, well, no, the, the Ford, Ford is the, okay. Ford's the most updated. The Roosevelt is more, a more tried and true one, but they it. have, I mean, it's, it's a floating city. It's, it's just like your big sea liners that you would see that go on cruises and stuff. It's 5,500 people. Um, they have multiple squadrons of 10 to 12 planes apiece. Like, it's huge. Did she think there was any correlation between people who got shore leave and people who got sick? No, because when... The, the, okay, so when all of this started, it, it is funny that you mentioned that, though. So when all this started, they were out at sea, and they had only been out at sea for like a month. They, they stopped in uh, Vietnam. The ship had to dock and the way that they ferried it. Not everybody got to go ashore for all of those days, but most of them got to go for like one day. So like they get back on the boat and they said that, and she said that in the shops and whatnot, they took it in very Vietnam seriously. Vietnam or Guam? Sorry, at the time. Right. In Vietnam. Sorry. In, v- in Vietnam, they took it very seriously. So even though that the, at that point, which I think was like late February. March? Yeah. Okay. Late February, early March. Um, it was 
any cases of the coronavirus. So where they were at, it was, had, they hadn't had any cases yet. By the later, in that time, they were like, oh yeah, we have a couple of cases. We're going to see what we're going to do. They spent a, a month out at sea. And by the time that they docked in Guam, like a month later, uh, I had gotten emails basically that it was extremely scary because her squadron, it was like it blew up. And here's, here's the shitty part. And this is where the propaganda and not trusting everything starts to come in. She is worlds away, has no idea what is actually going on. She can only be told what is being told to them by the higher ups and everybody on the ship is not a civilian. They all have the same access to the same information. Everybody is being told the same thing and there's no way out of that. So for her, like that she would be working with, they would, I have a stuffy nose and they would go to medical and then they'd come back. And then a couple hours later, People in hazmats would come and they called it the Corona walk where they would come and basically take them, put a mask and gloves on them and be like, you're coming with us. And then they would ferry them off the boat and bye-bye. And so she was like, for the next like- Where'd they go? So they were getting ferried off inland um, to have a base in Guam. And uh, they were basically ferrying them off and saying, blah, blah, blah. There was a gymnasium with cots and other things. So- at this point, her particular squadron has had so many people come down with it confirmed that they went, anybody that you know, if anybody that you know has been caught or contagious or anything, you have to go to your birthing. So they go to the birthing where all their beds are at and they got locked in their birthing for like seven days. And then after that, um, they had the captain and they were like, yeah, we're going to in Guam tells and put all the sailors in isolation for 20 days themselves in their own hotel room where they weren't allowed to leave. They had their own bathroom. Food was brought to them. They got their temperature checked like every 12 hours. Was this and, at the uh, same time all those her, cruise ships were doing similar things? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So like because, because Guam was obviously off the West Coast, way far away, um, the way that my wife put it is that it's the Hawaii of uh, – like Southeast Asia, basically. So like where they were at, it was like, well, now they're in a dilemma. So they're on a big metal cruise ship, which at this point was being told metal surfaces, 12 hours, yada, 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 yada. It's all close quarters. You can't take a shit. You can't walk down the hallway without twisting shoulders. Like there, you can't get away from people. The bed racks are three people high. You don't have room to roll up. Like it's crazy cramped and it's 5,500 people. So if they were going to get it, they were going to fucking get it. And she said, this was the craziest part about the virus. It, it's like the virus didn't give a shit. They're all vaccinated. All of them have the same amount of vaccinations. They're all typically within the low range of immunodeficiencies, of age, and all of this stuff to not get it. And she said, it seems like it just picked and choose who it wanted. Some people got it. Some people didn't. Some had symptoms. Some were asymptomatic. Some almost died. Like, it, she said the varying scale of symptoms was absolutely nuts. And she's, she was around it 24-7. She was like, I never had any symptoms. Okay, so you said that she said people were dropping like flies. Does that mean dying or just coming down with a case? I'm with confirmed cases. Okay, so, so, that was, so that's the biggest drives me nuts right now and i know brad and monica talk about this all the time but the biggest news now is the new number of cases they're not really talking about deaths i know they said it crested two hundred thousand right. or something the other day but 
they're also harping on is positive the tests. Case. Positive tests. It's not even cases. Yeah. There you go. It's positive so PCR tests, is, right? Like, right. So this is the and, other thing too is that they they said you know a lot of it was that they got in the earlier stages when this happened they were getting sent tests and then it came back that a whole bunch of the tests that got sent to them were actually positive tests for being asymptomatic. So like now you're trying to go back and trace who got the test for being asymptomatic versus who got the test for being a positive case of it. And uh, she, she said the whole thing was so, was so crazy how it worked because of how many people she saw legitimately had it. There was a murder that she told about that he couldn't get out of bed to pee. That's how bad it was for him. And he got a again, negative these test. Are, these are all. Did he that? get a negative test? No, oh, no, he got okay. a positive okay. test. He got he got quarantined for being positive. So she said that most of the people. This was this was most. It was about 50-50. The people that got told they were positive had symptoms. The other fifty percent that told that they were positive weren't showing any symptoms. So asymptomatic versus getting symptoms. And then there was a bunch of people that had gotten negatives and three days later got positive. And then they were quarantined. Half of those people showed no symptoms. Half of them had symptoms. Then, you know, roughly out of 5,500 people, 1,500 got it. Yeah. And they, they included one, one death as caused by Corona. But that was not the heart attack. Right. And it was as a result of other information, um, she specifically told me that that guy did not die of COVID. He had super right. underlying health issues. She was like, he had heart problems. He had high blood pressure. He was also like over 65. Like he was old. One second. He, yeah. It wasn't like a young dude. I just went and visited her the other day and oh. talked about it. So, did she think that it was like some experiment was being undergone on that no, test? She's not so she, into that stuff. She's not she like isn't. into the conspiracies, but she did. But I mean, that she, guy she did not die of that, COVID. So that they this use. Is, it's funny that. that you say that, Jen, because she didn't, she wasn't calling bullshit on any of it. In the in the moment that she was in it, especially she was like, "This is oh, really okay. scary." Like we thought we day. thought we were going to die, and then later on, after months and months and months of being home, now she was like, "Something's not fucking right about this," because what we got told versus what's being shown isn't right. The one death that they had attributed, which they still attribute to the one death on paper, she ended up being told by one of her squadron mates who was roommates with the guy that died was that uh, the morning they found him, he had been fine the night before, getting drunk, no symptoms. And then the guy checked his heart medication that he had had, and the guy had overdrank and overdosed on the right. amount of heart medications that he had. He died that way. My uncle yeah, died right. that way. Yeah. They actually oh, gave an 88-year-old exactly. man an, an but, autopsy because they thought we killed him because he, he woke up, he took a nap in the middle of the day and he thought he woke up and it was the morning. So he took double his heart medication. He was yep. generally very oh, fit, that's but awful. they and he died that way. And I just wonder if, in a normal week or year, do ships like that, in your knowledge, do ships like that? Are they kind of petri dishes for the flu or petri dishes for COVID? You know, Probably. like no. coronavirus. Generally, do they, everybody get a cold? Oh, the cold's going around the ship. Well, everybody gets a cold. In that the way, cold's going around the ship. In that way, yes. And I can tell you what I can tell you right now from my own experiences years ago, if, if you stick a lot of people that are all basically sinking with germs and one person gets it, 
at least half of them are going to get it. Um, so in that case, yes, that is very accurate about common colds. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be cold season because they go on deployment all year round. So like if one person gets sick in your barracks or in, in your birthing, depending on where you're at, chances that a good percentage of people get One it in five, maybe. It. One in five. Maybe. But this is what, okay, so this is what, this is what my takeaway from her experience was. Oh, the one attributed death that was there, which has now been told was bullshit. I mean, off the record. Um, it was bullshit. So 1,500 people were confirmed cases. I would say out of that many, at least 50% were, had severe or moderate symptoms. So that's 750. Okay, so now let's take 4%. 4% of that would be almost 30 people dying. Ah, nice. And yeah. they didn't have, and they didn't have right. one. That's what a so, normal, like vicious cold or flu and season would be. Ex exactly. And, but that is on a secluded aircraft carrier away from medical attention on an island with a brand new thing that is supposedly claiming a specific amount of mortality. And they didn't even have one. It, yeah. So that brings me to how many, what's the mortality rate that we're actually being told, which of course has been a big question I think it's throughout zero. this whole thing. Oh, Ben, I'm so proud of you. You sound so conspiracy theory-ish right now. I'm really, really <laughs> proud of you. Because he's seeing No, it. I run numbers. No, I run it's numbers. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's close to, I would say it rounds to zero. Rounds like to the, zero. That they, they focus at the same one. time, we're hearing, I can't remember the name. Do you remember the name of that ship, Monica, that was the main ship where all the old people were dying? And they were the all diamond, they were all princess cruises. Every single one of those. Oh, I've been on princess cruises. Cruise. Yes, Every all people. Uh, yes, and that, that's, I was following uh, somebody's live Twitter account and some of the people's videos they were making while they were on the ship and, and the videos of people. Pat and it, the, what I saw sounds similar to what you were mm -hmm. describing with people coming in in hazmat suits and stuff. And with that going on at the same time as this, that they chose to make this the center of the story where it was all old people who yeah. a lot of more people died versus on, on the military ship. Excellent point. Nobody died. It. That, that tells me that, yeah, they think the that would be a better thing. one to focus on. If you really want to emphasize well, that something is real, you have some of the people who are soldiers tell their well, stories. Well, think about it this way. They're all getting fed the same information that they are not allowed to even while they're there say. So everything that they're being fed is tight-lipped. And even still, yeah. after getting back, it's not really something that, like, can be, for us anyway, can be put on Facebook. So, like, all of these inside stories that you get told, it's like, well, that's ComSec. That's communications. We're not allowed to say anything about that. I fucking can because I'm a spouse. I'm a fucking, I'm a <laughs> civilian. They can't do shit to me. So for me, this is all hearsay. It's none of it can be proven. But my thing is, is that with, the people are paying to be there, not getting paid to be there, um, to get information out, take pictures, do this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, it would definitely, especially since they all don't work together, most of them don't even, a lot of people, I don't, I don't know how, if you guys have all been on cruises, a shitload of people don't speak the same language as you. So <laughs> it's not like they're, it's not like all the people on the cruise line are in cahoots with each other. That you guys up until this moment really had heard about was something something about the captain yeah. right. 
Right. Isn't that interesting that that's the part that you guys that, That's right. That's uh, very interesting to me. The fact that we heard just about that because that could be framed in a way that supported the media narrative. It was a kind mm-hmm. of a opposition to Trump. And then, well, and it's a, it's a, yeah, our, you know, our, our troops back them up. Right. And then, yeah. That it's like, let's shove down the numbers because they don't support shit. Told to come out and applaud when he was leaving. Was that like an order? No, actually, that was yeah, against they didn't want what that. they were told. But the carnival thing. That's why it got out and leaked on the Carnival's Facebook. very deep state. It was the only cruise line that had any issues at all. And they, every single, there were six of them. I, at one point, I had six count and I said, they all that had these problems. And then they started dropping like flies. I mean, because I looked into the guy's background and the start of Carnival. The way he got his initial financing, it was a similar thing. Like everybody else got wiped out and he remained standing, had connections with British intelligence. I mean, the Carnival cruise ship thing to me was a big part of the PSYOP. And and the fact that old people go on the cruises and would naturally have a higher death rate or even illness rate makes sense. And, they, and my guess is that, the, I, well, I don't know, but... I imagine if they were really trying to do something with a novel virus, they wanted to see how effective it could be in a healthy population and found that, and I've I've suspected this in the beginning, I was not even afraid of the virus because Mm -mm. I question whether you can make a virus be that bad and that broad for that long because even if you fabricated it, if you had gain of function and gave it to people, as it as it progresses through the population, it weakens to adapt to people's right. strong immune systems. So you're really not going to have something that lasts a long time, is hyper-infectious and super deadly. Like that combination almost defies biology. Well, my instinct up, tells me. This is what we ended up walking away from because what I ended up having is I had, uh, especially where you're from, up north where they're at right now, uh, First of all, they're in a county which was recent, well, not recently, but a while ago nominated as a rebel county. They actually got national attention for uh, right during the lockdown and everything, having uh, the uh, rodeo uh, with several thousand people. Didn't a guy do a good speech at the city hall? That is also uh, the county. They live in a very red county. Just for being in California, there's like no one wears masks where in our town, everyone's like, fuck masks. That's so stupid. (laughs) Just here in this little town. This is the contrast of information (laughs) that we had just in just in our house. I have my wife that is right in the middle of the coronavirus on a ship being force fed information, no outside information. She's at that point literally said that the majority of sailors and her squadron mates were afraid for their life. Okay. I'm up in red country where I was raised and all of us are like, fuck you we aren't doing any of that shit so she is worried because she's like well i would really like it if you didn't take the kids out and i'm like okay then that's fair since we don't really know much about this i won't and uh we stayed secluded for a little bit i stayed with family up there and everything like that by the time that we had got done talking about it when she got back it was like we both kind of came to the conclusion that it's like this i i don't i i definitely think that this was planned but I don't think that they, I don't think they foresaw it being as big of a failure as they had hoped. They I think overplayed their hand. With the, you guys say that all the time. I think they overplayed. Overplayed. Yeah, I think they overplayed their hand on how devastating it would be. And I think 
Newscom is definitely trying to get as much <clears throat> as he can out of it. Uh, but basically what her and I came down to was it was like, with the way that it ticked and choosed all around her, like imagine just like those lightning strikes just come down around you. It was like some people got it when they were all in it for days on end, being exposed to it, breathing in all of the stuff that would make them sick. And it picked and choose who it was going to be. And she was like, at this point, if we're going to get it, we're going to get it. And if we're not, we're not. Right. And so that's when we basically just started saying, well, then fuck it. Let's go to see us do as much as we can. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if people, I don't know how the food works in the service. If you, I know, but does everyone, are there any choices? Can you make any choices? Do they make everyone eat everything until it's down your throat and they watch so, you so you don't barf it well, up? Katie barely There's got a, to eat it all. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> she I just wonder last. if, oh boy, because she's a workaholic or. No, no because man what happened. She would just get there and at because, the end and not get to eat. Or when she was in Guam, she said that they just would set the food down in front of her door mm-hmm. and that's what she got. She would text me and be like, well, today I got these shells. I think they're maybe mussels. I don't really like seafood, but I guess I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Just wonder I have today. If, if nutrition, fresh air, sunlight varies from person to person and could be attributable like, you know, health could have uh res which is replenishment at sea is when they don't have those rations coming into resupply like uh, those little things you get like soft drinks out of and candy bars out of vending machines vending vending machine? ma- <laughs> fucking hell fuck dude so they call sorry they call them something else that's the part that i those went dry and those were like the highlights of their days. They would go get a Red Bull and a candy bar, which is why everybody comes back with massive weight losses because they don't eat. And uh, no being a part sick. of an aircraft carrier. Yeah, That's what I was thinking part- is that there could be something yes. to it all. Sunlight. So one of no the meals vitamins. that she got was like a hamburger patty and it had like a little bit of gravy on it. And they were like, look, it's Salisbury steak. And she's like, that's not anything. That's not anything that's like that, shit. but that's funny. Yeah. And if they're, if they're, if they're not, if they normally get their fresh food, their exercise, their sunlight on shore leave, and that was restricted, that alone could, that's what I'm worried about with these fires. I'm like, all I tell my kids, get your sunshine, get your fresh air, get a little exercise. And the smoke was so bad at one point that inside the house, it was actually quite bad. So I was right. going to buy a really expensive air purifier, very expensive, like $1,000. The filters are $400. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. It was supposed to be one in every room. Thank goodness that wow. that level of smoke has passed. But I'm thinking all the things that I think are natural for health, I can't imagine sailors on a quarantine ship would have any access to it at all. And then it could spiral. I'm not trying to guess. I have, there's many, many possibilities. Of You're right. What, did they know who the first person was who tested positive? They knew who the initial coronavirus patient was. So it would have been the zero. three people, right? So it would have been the three, two or three people when they got back from Vietnam. Um, and at the, I don't know if they got confirmed, like confirmed, confirmed, because at this point, the idea of it even going like around in the United States was so that we had just heard about it in China. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this, like. It started popping up. They were in Vietnam. 
So they were already in Southeast Asia. So it was more prevalent where they were versus where the United States was at. I don't know if she ended up hearing who it was that was confirmed. Um, I'd be interested out in, of those in two or three. Uh, figuring that. What was the name of that ship again? U.S. Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. Roosevelt. You know, I, it would not surprise me because Trump has – he has consistently called this the China virus and consistently <laughs> right. talked about this in terms of, of warlike footing with China. And China. when we really put this in context, if that is where the premise was from the way they were communicating about it, then, then China not only infected America, which is what they were previously saying, China has infected the White House. They have infected the president. This could escalate war. the already heightened. And the election is the crisis. I mean, there's no question the election is going to be the kind of watershed moment yeah. for crisis. Election crisis 2020. You called it what in oh, January? <laughs> it's too obvious. And that's the thing yeah. about it. Like they didn't know it was going to happen in the U.S., we knew it was going to happen in the U.S. because Event 201 told us it was going to happen everywhere. And that, I do think, is why the, our radio show got taken off the air because in February, we were predicting the future just by playing. It was so freaky because at a certain point, we were pr- playing the clips, their fake news clips. And I was afraid it would be a, a War of the Worlds moment where people would think it was real. And now people would think it was real. The only difference was that they said 65 million were dead. And, you know, we've still got some time. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if all of those individual events was all just preparing our mind. This is okay. So I'm, there you go, Joe. Now I'm taking This is what happened. You've been listening. When you think real Um, hard. Okay. I don't actually think this, but I'm just spitballing. Um, It's fun to think about. So I would not be surprised if, it is fun to think about. Fuck it. Uh, I would not be surprised just because of how crazy this goddamn year has been. If, Everything that happened, whether it be Ricky Gervais of the 2020 Golden Globes and what he said about fucking some of the shit that he said, or if it be Soleimani or the fact that they fired 15 missiles at us directly after we killed Soleimani um, and missed, they only killed their own people. They didn't kill any of ours. Or uh, the whole idea of World War III with Iran and then World War III with Iran and Russia and then uh, World Can I War give III my theory China. of Iran? Of course. My theory of Soleimani? If you look at Rouhani, who's the current, I guess, secular head of, is he the secular guy? I think he's the secular head. Like he took Ahmadinejad's place. Right. He he succeeded Ahmadinejad. So he's the secular guy. Okay. He got a PhD in um, Sharia law or whatever it was in the University of Glasgow. His, His advisor... His PhD advisor had a PhD advisor. His PhD advisor was in MI6. That guy's PhD advisor was the guy who kind of held the hand of the country through the Lockerbie bombing trial. And the Lockerbie bomb, it's pretty in evidence. There's an article in Time Magazine that it was a haystacking operation by the CIA. Like, I don't think the Libyan guy did it. And I think they knew that. But Rouhani's in that crowd. So when you look at and I always said Trump was there to start World War III with Iran. He's Israel's guy, and that's just the way it is. And the Soleimani sure. thing just completely changed my outlook on the whole thing, that Soleimani was probably a legit Iranian hero, 
Everybody came out to support him. We assassinated him for the Iranians and that they, we need them as a great Satan just as much as they need us. And it justifies us interfering with, it's almost like the bookends of Israel and Iran. You can, if those are the enemies, you can justify presence all along the Middle East. And then the total incompetence in the reaction of the Iranians from yes. saying that they didn't do anything in the airport, the Canadian, all the Canadians in that plane and like Ukrainians, like a whole bunch of deep state weirdness and the plane that went down. And then they were like, we didn't take it down. And I'm like, of course they didn't take it down. And then they're like, oh shit, we did take it down. Sorry. Dude, and we're killing that the whole picture. It's yep. all money for Iran and Iran. Shit because we killed Soleimani, and then shortly after that, the Ukrainian airliner goes. When that happened, our direct neighbor was in Afghanistan at that point. Where do you live? And uh, they were hearing all the reports. You live on a military base? Okay. Yeah. So we're Naval Air Station Lemoore. It's right outside Lemoore, California, which is cow and cotton fields and all that's that why stuff. we're having a uh, connection problems uh, is because they're tapping in and listening and you know <laughs> and you're frozen are you guys there okay yeah, yeah it's a little frozen it's getting choppy oh you guys, you guys are about um, at your 60 minutes though right you gotta go what can you hear me i hello. can kind of hear you hello Hello. Hello. I'm actually recording this on QuickTime, which I will send you after. Just, oh, yay. Oh, okay. Well, are you guys, do you guys so, got to take off? You, I know you just said me. we had 60 it's minutes. It's just me. Yeah, I can, I can go another 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, I can go longer. Okay. All right, cool. Oh, okay. We just don't want to. I don't want to keep you. Uh, that Ukrainian plane that went down, as soon as they started hearing reports about it in Afghanistan, they were obviously like, oh, shit. Right. Here we go again. And then. All of a sudden, the reports of the Ukraine plane, like Iran's denying it. Like, oh, no, we didn't shoot that down. No, no, no. And then, oh, but it's in our jurisdiction. So we're, we have jurisdiction over to go clean it up. And so then they go clean it up before, I think, UN officials got there. Or uh, the Ukrainians got there to, to get their parts. They couldn't find the black box. They couldn't find any other things that they needed to find to really show what happened to it. And Iran was like, well, it's, it, it's our jurisdiction. So we're going we're gonna to obviously be in control of that. And then you didn't hear anything else about it. And uh, our friend that was in Afghanistan at the time, one of the 15 missiles that got launched from Iran came to their base. And he was like, you know, they, they call, uh, they call uh, the code for, for a missile incoming. And he's like, okay, well, this is it. Like, if it hits, we're fucked. And then not one of those missiles ever actually killed any American American lives or anything, it only ended up hitting like residential spots that ended up killing civilians. So, do you agree that it country. was that Iran is no longer the real object of our That's, war? I don't think so at all. And I don't think it was. I, whatever cards got played, I think they, it was a flex of power to both, but I think that they only did it to be like, I mean, we're still in the game when really they weren't. And now it's just kind of like, oh, okay, we're, we're, we're done. I don't think that works. Isn't that similar to what and Trump did when he launched the missiles that didn't, I think it hit an empty building or something? Probably. Been a couple of times this has happened where he's launched in response to, yes. in response to chemical attacks in Syria, I think it was. 
Yeah, I think it was the Syria part. And I mean, the only president to release the Moab. What? Um, and flatten the basically. Of oh, yeah. Moab. Was, is that really still the end all and be all of bombs? It can be. I mean, they keep it in a mountain range to take out like caves and stuff. So who, how many people that oh. were in certain inside? What about uh, innocent people who just live there? No, maybe, maybe. I don't think so. I think they had it well, right. pretty well thought out okay. that where they were shooting at was where they. Yeah. No. No. Maybe right. there That's was. A... I, believe it. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I have no idea, but it can actually. It can fuck some shit up, for sure. <laughs> like it instead of the ground and then exploding, it actually yeah. detonates. I think it's like twenty meters Does above the ground. Every or certainly nukes. The Moab is the biggest non-nuclear bomb that also reacts that direction. Out-ish, like a nuclear hmm. bomb. Uh, the big shock wave, which is what flattens everything and destroys everything, but it's without all the radiation from How about uh, fire? Does it push a lot of fire out? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I have, uh, he's, he's the only one that's dropped it, and I didn't see any video footage of it, but I'm sure with the way that they were trying to describe its reaction of, of exploding, that that's Interesting. pretty sure that's what happened. I don't know. Not sure. Hmm. You lost me on that last bit. I don't know really what you're talking about, but... Our internet's kind of cutting out too, so we kind of missed. Oh, it. that sucks. Sorry. Well, let's. We're getting too close we... to the truth, like usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I, can I say the internet's like you don't get guys, to hear this. Well, one thing that you you, you uh, made me think about a few minutes ago, with the vac, not the with the vaccine and coronavirus and everything, is I, I noticed stories a while ago about the vaccine, people doing the RNA vaccine trials, and they're presenting it in the fashion. Even they have the people who are doing the trials coming out and making videos. Oh yeah. Where it is very patriotic. It's very They're so brave. My, They're so brave. I understand World War One propaganda. It is your do trial and Give they, they're looking for African Americans specifically in, in one instance. But I saw an article yesterday, and this is the second time I've seen an article like this, where side effects of the vaccine trial, people who have volunteered are experiencing bad headaches and other bad side effects, but but they're still happy they made that choice because it's their civic <laughs> duty to do it. It's what about the ones who are paralyzed? propaganda that's going <laughs> on They can't this virus. be happy. They can't no, talk right, about yeah. it. They're going to get paralyzed. But I think they can treat them right away with steroids. But they won't really tell you that a big side effect of these vaccines is getting paralyzed. And you need immediate attention, like when you have a stroke. You need immediate attention or Bell's palsy. You need immediate attention. If you get this response from a vaccination, you need immediate attention. And if you think it's just a side effect of COVID or whatever, you might not get that immediate attention. So it's really outrageous. And now I'm sure you guys noticed that I've been mentioning that they keep talking about how all these different myelitises, uh, transverse myelitis, acute flaccid myelitis, and Guillain-Barre. Yes, I was a, just going to talk about that. The kids, yeah. Guillain-Barre. They're saying that whatever. they're get Kawasaki disease. They're saying that this stuff is a long-term effect of even asymptomatic COVID. And what all of those things actually are, including the COVID vaccine, are side effects of vaccines. Yeah. It's super scary. I chuckle every time you say acute for what's going to happen. So. I, I thought the same thing, Joe. What? <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. It, it. it oh, was internet it? glitchy. 
I said I uh, chuckle every time you say acute flaccid myelitis. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, I know. So juvenile it's brain. terrible. Uh, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I, it goes I hand in hand chuckles. with <laughs> vaccine hesitancy. I just feel like everything is about shrinkage. <laughs> I don't need that. I'm definitely not getting the vaccine. Vaccine hesitancy is like I don't, I don't know. It's flaccid hesitant. Well, when, as soon as you start saying flaccid and shrinkage, I go. I know. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm out. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> right. I'm out. Well, did you guys want to plug your uh, your show and your socials and all that before we get out of here? Since we were starting to glitch the fuck out. Go for it, Binkley. You do it. We do a daily show called the Drive Time News Blast, and we do uh, deep dives as well. And you find the content at thepropreport.com or on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. The, the propreport.com the is our website. We do put all of our content up there as well. We do a patron, which is patron slash propaganda report. We're also on Rockfin, which is a, a subscription platform where we do video deep super dives deep and, stuff yeah, that's sort of the super deep psychological stuff. warfare stuff and the great reset is the one that we recorded yesterday which is posted just got posted chilling um, or it's, it's actually processing or it will be on the website it'll be chilling. there by this evening awesome absolutely yeah, it's chilling. chilling it is he's, he's bumming me out we haven't checked out <laughs> the rock seen any stuff, of this stuff. Yet. what's his name klaus schwab monica is that his klaus name klaus schwab the he guy is- you cannot write a better supervillain in a movie. Just the, the way he sits in this thing, the camera's back, and he's kind of in the center of it. Is he's he pitting a cat? Like Dr. Evil. Yeah, he, he might so have the close only thing to that. I cat. feel like he is like the human version of an animation. Like, you know, they animate real people. It, yeah, I feel like crazy. they need a real person. It's like his bitmoji. Villain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He is his own bitmoji. And every so, so often. So yeah, when he emphasizes, emphasizes certain words because he wants people to do something, yeah. he goes into like a demonic type cadence. And then it's I realize really that brilliant. there is actually a small chance he's an actual Nazi. Oh, That's shit. what I thought. Although too. he might be Jewish. But I'm not saying that those are, you know, that he couldn't be part of some deep state, but it's just so Does weird. he go like this? Kind of. He kind of does. He, he, no, he does it does. with his hands. He's like, we must... We must reshape the world. And it's like, <laughs> um, like this in the back freaking me room. out, you know, like, dude. But then he's like, Oof. he's like, he ooh, nine. Yes. Like, yeah. It's, it's really, yeah, I mean, it's like bizarre. You can it, plug it, him If right we were super movie. clever and we did put like a, we could animate, you know, like a little mouse or something in his hand, <laughs> you know, he would be like, <laughs> yes. yes. My sweetie. <laughs> yes. I wish I was good at that stuff. Yeah, yeah it totally. What's in your back? Joe can do it. Joe's oh, awesome at that I, shit. I get oh, all yeah, what is feel it? From your background. Hmm? Fantasy 7. Okay. <laughs> Nerd. Hey. Oh, fuck. We're frozen. So is Jen. I love her. She, she, likes, she likes a lot of Final Fantasy 7, too. Dude. Up there with the nerd shit, which I like. Yeah. All right. Are we on Frozen yet? Are we still Frozen? Give it one second. Joe, Stranger <laughs> Things. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you see, yeah, you kind of remind me of Billy. You got uh, badass in Stranger Things season two or three. <laughs> Who? Bill. Oh, Billy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which one's Billy? Yeah, yeah you look I like Billy's remember. slightly older brother. So we don't. Billy is the guy who is the lifeguard he's, that all the moms the, are going. Oh, Billy's here. He's got the mullet. Like, lipstick on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got the eighties. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's yeah, he's close. a great character. He's the little close. redhead's older. Yeah, that's hilarious. 
I had someone tell me that my husband, someone, some older lady came up to me and was like, there. your husband looks just like Mark Wahlberg, like a long time ago. It was so funny. It was, nice. a, it was a lot shorter. That's, that's a and you that say Jen is the yeah. great butt. And I was just like, okay, thank you, ma'am. It, start, Jen, you got to give us a start little calling them a, secret shot of Joe's. Start calling them Mark and Mark and the great butt. <laughs> And the funky butt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey Mark and the funky butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap oh, this up man. before we get completely booted off the internet. So thank I you know, again. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank Super you. fun. Super cash. Yeah. Thank yeah, you so really much. Really interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have you on again if you, uh, after I get a new computer and some new internet, I guess. No yeah, problem sure. at all. Yeah, I'll wear tighter pants so I can show my butt <laughs> next time. But... <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I have a suspicion that Joe has a good butt, too. <laughs> Joe, not bad. Joe, Joe has an amazing like, butt. So I will say this. Joe is the first man. Oh, my God. Joe is the first man that I've ever seen. feels like to be a sexual <laughs> object, Joe. Feels <laughs> good, doesn't it? had it over there. I always thought it was good. They're like, you're a sexual object. It's bad enough having to hear about my female sister-in-law's butt. It's a whole other level to hear about male brothers. He has a fantastic butt. It really does. There's the next shout out. Hey, that should be our cover. My brother played professional baseball, so I know feeling. Oh, baseball players. Great butt. You know what's funny? for a long time. Is that that? It's funny, too, because that butt, like, it the bubble butt kind of runs in the Hodgson guys. I don't know why. Very in right uh, now. For, for, yes, I know. It's not a bubble butt. That. It's not like um, a fat butt. It's just a perfect, nice, like skinny person with like a butt. I don't know. <laughs> like a butt. It's, it's a rare thing of it's beauty. It's a nice butt. He's it a be nice a butt. But it's on a shelf. Uh, you can't I'm going to give on. him a shout out next no. month. I know you guys are. That's limited, right. There you can go. Can I just get no. one? Oh my God. Can I get a it's shout out? Very special. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I Joe. might show, shout Joe's butt out on my own. Please do. The, Why pair, don't you do it? I pair pair We're still patrons. There you go. Oh, yeah. Butt cheeks. I always say that. Butt cheeks. We need to add that to our cover art. Yeah. Yeah. It can even be called legit butt cheeks. Oh, shit. We should no. have thought of that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. We'll uh, let you go back to your- Thank y'all. Uh, thank you. Until next time. Awesome to meet right. you. Bye, guys.